Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking about innate intelligence, and this is literally your genius within. Like if, if you knew that you had 70 trillion cells and each one of those cells has a myriad of chemically, chemical processes going on um, to help immune system, to regenerate tissue cells, I mean, you're a tissue-producing machine. Now, this innate inborn intelligence, we're going to go over it like in great detail. Um, and But what I want you to um, make sure we had two more videos wiped out this week. Um, please, on our subscribe to the Dr. B VIP. And we've got it on uh, BitChute. We've got it on um, Rumble. We're, we just, uh, we're getting on um, Telegram. So we're trying to get them in as many places as we can. Odyssey is another good one. Um, but just please download this information. If you can support us on the Dr. BVIP, it's super appreciated. Well, we're going to get into deep philosophy of how your body works. Now, there's an old chiropractic philosophy called the safety pin cycle. Now, the safety pin cycle um, meant that your body... Um, has to communicate to the brain, and the brain has to communicate to the body. And that's hugely important. It seems like too simple. But if that communication is interrupted, like let's say you open that safety pin, then there's not going to be a good communication. And that's what chiropractors do. They restore that communication from that innate intelligence so the body can adapt. Now, I'm going to be speaking in two weeks in uh, Thailand, so it's it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm going to show some of the seminar. Um, we're going to get it filmed. We're going to have some highlights. I'm only speaking for about an hour, but with the in massively insane restrictions. I've got to quarantine for a little bit. I've got to um, hold the conference outside, and it's very warm out there. We're talking 90 degrees with 90% humidity. And I'm trying to find a good way to translate the Thailand um, alphabet, which is, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's just uh, a whole bunch of symbols. It's beautiful. It looks fantastic. Um, but I've got to translate some of that and make it simplified. Um, and they can only have 60 masked people. Uh, so if you, if you want to come, just know that it's going to be a really tough con conference. And uh, also, I'm going to be adjusting people from 6 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon every day I'm there. And I'm only there six days. So it's going to be exciting. So let's look at how your body work works. Okay, there's five, and you could call them signs of life, of what you need to do to thrive on this planet. And this has to do with that innate intelligence. Number one, you've got to assimilate the nutrients. And your body needs nutrients to build cells, to fuel activity, to repair damage. And so it, it really is what you can extract from the food taken in. And this is how you're going to um, take in nutrients, detox, flush out metabolic weights. But this is literally assimilation of the nutrients is breaking those proteins to amino acids, breaking the fats to fatty acids, and the carbohydrates from usable sugars. And with that raw materials, then you could power the mitochondria, you could power respiration, you could build the 120 cells 
um, 120 million red blood cells that you need every day. Or in, I mean, it's amazing. Um, all of these processes that you have to go through, well, it's 6 million red blood cells, um, and they only last 120 days. Then you have to, so assimilation of nutrients is one, excretion of waste. And you do this through four different methods. Respiration. When you're breathing, you're breathing out carbon dioxide, you're breathing out tissue, you're breathing out all sorts of waste. Um, perspiration. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be bringing this up in Thailand because they're not going to be respirating. They're breathing in a mask, but they're going to be perspiring like crazy. Then you have urination and fecal movement. All of those things, and this is to excrete the metabolic waste of the cellular activity and of what you can't break down. Then you need growth. <clears throat> growth is huge. And literally, your body grows to the maximum size and shape based on the blueprints. And the blueprints is called DNA. Now, um, once the body maintains its um, or achieves its full growth, it has to maintain it through cellular regeneration. And so growth is regeneration and repair. But when you look at your body, you figure your skin is only 28 days old, your blood's um, about 120 days old, your, your um, hair is always being replaced in most people. I know God made a few perfect heads, so they're bald. Okay, the rest of the imperfect heads he covered with hair. But you're talking everything, uh, tissue cells, blood vessels, Everything in your body that's alive has to grow. It has to take in nutrients, reproduce proteins, and limit waste products. And that's where reproduction comes in. Reproduction is the body is a continuous, continuous reproduction cycle. And it always needs to produce. Okay, And this is every human being out there, every animal out there, every life form out there needs these five um, signs of life. And then the fifth one, adaptation. If you're not familiar with adaptation, I'm telling you right now, you cannot live without change. If you're saying, oh my God, I wish this person didn't die, or oh, I wish I could still have this job, or I wish I could still have this relationship, okay, um, that doesn't help you in the life now. Adaptation does. Um, like Marcus Aurelius said, you have to change the wood to fire in order to have a hot water for your bath. So get used to it. The only thing constant is change. And the adaptation is how your body expresses through homeostasis to um, survive on this planet. Now, you live your life through your nervous system, and this is where the, your innate inborn intelligence is. Now, the nervous system is the only system that's encased in bone. You're talking that you've got the brain encased in the skull, you've got the spinal cord encased in the spine. So it's flexible and strong, which is fantastically important. But you live your life through your nervous system. Now, the nervous system uh, is full of a number of different parts. And in fact, you can't touch one part on your body without touching the nervous system. Try it. Try touching everywhere. You're going to feel it. Okay, and that feeling, it means that when you touch that area, because nerves are electrical, but they're also chemical, you're making an electrochemical change all the way up to your brain. And, and I mean, literally, 
hundreds of miles an hour. You're talking, I think it's 127 miles an hour. It takes like four nanoseconds for a signal to go from your toe up to your brain. And so your nervous system is everything. But the automatic or autonomic nervous system controls and coordinates every function of the body. It controls hormone production. It controls a breakdown of food, nutrients, the assimilation of, of nutrients, the waste products. It controls heart rate, cholesterol function, liver function. Every function in your body is controlled and coordinate by, coordinated by the autonomic nervous system. Now, it's located in two parts. One part is located in the neck and the pelvis, and that's called a rest-digest-repair. It's also called the cranial sacral. The other one is the sympathetic nervous system, also called the fight-or-flight, and that's located in the mid-thoracic area. And so um, what, what do you know? I mean, just think about it. For one, there's an innate inborn intelligence in the body. Now, the old um, ancient chiropractic philosophy, they would say, People are under a delusion that eyes see, ears hear, mouths masticate, stomachs digest, okay, and the heart pumps blood. And none of that's true when you're talking about dead people. They have hearts, they have digestive tracts, they have eyes, they have ears. So what's the difference between someone who has all the parts that's alive and someone that has all the parts that is not alive? Well, that's that innate intelligence, that, that brilliance. And one of my instructors would say, does a rock have any innate intelligence? And, I mean, I was confused because I thought that's a dumb question. And but he goes in, no, it has the intelligence of a rock. Okay, it has mass. It has an, an energy. It's going to have a charge. It's going to have a vibration to that rock. It's going to have a molecular bond between the little the 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 parts of the rock there's going to be the protons and neutrons if you break that rock down that has a binding effect and depending on how what type of a rock if it's granite it's going to have a strong bind if it's sandstone it's going to have a weak bind so so there is an intelligence in a rock now you've got to understand 97% of all diseases diseases are literally from um, uh, physical, chemical, or emotional stress adaptations. Only about 2 to 3% of diseases are genetic, and there's a whole different world on genetic expression. Now, since the pharmaceutical industry is trained um, inaccurately, they're trained with symptom chemical to alter your physiology, we figure most of the symptoms that you're experiencing are more than likely an adaptation. Um, to the environment, to physical, chemical, or emotional stress. And the chiropractic philosophy, there's, um, and, and these are the ones, the group that, that it, it really expanded on innate, in, uh, inborn intelligence. Even though the Greeks, the Persians, everybody knows that there's a life force inside. There's 33 principles. I'm going to read the first eight major premise a universal intelligence is in all matter and it continually gives to all its properties and actions uh, thus maintaining its existence and that's the universal intelligence um, the chiropractic meaning of life is the expression of this intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning of life 
hence that dead people have stomachs, eyes, and ears, but they don't work. You need this intelligence, this life force. Now, the union of intelligence and matter is life. Life is necessary to have this union, that intelligence and matter, and that's why dead people don't have it. Now, the triune of life, three things, namely intelligence, force, and matter. And those that triune is necessary. The perfection of the triune, in order to have 100% life, there must be 100% intelligence, 100% force, and 100% matter. And then you can adapt to this planet. Now, principle of time, that's six. There's no process that does not require time. Now, that's true with everything. If you want to heal fast, if you want to regenerate, I mean, just, just for shits and giggles, try tossing a seed in the, in the ground and yelling at it to grow. No, it requires time. And this is brilliant. Number seven, the amount of intelligence in matter. Um, the amount of intelligence for any given amount of matter is 100%, and it's always proportional to its requirements. Now, that gets kind of deep into the philosophy, but it's literally your body is designed to adapt and will adapt correctly based on environmental stimulus. So let's look at this um, delusion of diagnosis. If you know family and friends, and you know we just had some friends coming down from Canada or patients, and friends, and they said that, you know, they know two people that died of COVID. Uh, one was 88 years old, living on her own, and, um, you know, yeah, of course, 88 years old is nearing the life expectancy of a human being. Um, were they taking any medications? They didn't know. Young, healthy people do not die of a disease. If you take that young, healthy person, give them massive toxicity, you know, like feed them the standard American fast food and give them medications to adapt to that. Um, and then that weakened immune system could allow a virus to grow and then they could succumb. But healthy people do not die of viruses. Okay, now let's look at the diagnosis that people have. High blood pressure. Is that, what's, what's broken in the body that causes high blood pressure? Anything or is it really an adaptation? Inflammatory bowel disease. Is that genetics, like your great-grandma didn't have good bowel function? No, you wouldn't have survived. Okay, it's stress or adaptation or toxic exposure. Fibromyalgia, is that an, a disease? What is fibromyalgia way outside of the body? What is it? What's the, the medical deities, okay, the, the brilliant science minds? I mean, what did Anthony Fauci say? I am science. Okay, yeah, science is a discussion. But what does science say fibromyalgia is from? They don't know. What does science say uh, high blood pressure is from? They don't know. I mean, they might all throw up and throw their hands up and say it's God's will. Well, wait, no, they don't say that. They say it's hereditary. Uh, you know, so <laughs> it's a skirt the issue. And every one of these conditions, high cholesterol, breast cancer, attention deficit disorder, menstrual cycle issues, multiple sclerosis, erectile dysfunction, low back pain, neck pain, pick your friggin' diagnosis. It is an adaptation to stress or it's toxic environmental exposure. That is a fact. And the entire system that we have now 
isn't designed to to look at the underlying cause of stress. I mean, you figure it. It's completely disjointed. You've got a rheumatologist, endocrinologist, a dermatologist, nephrologist. You've got all these different specialties that aren't talking to each other, and not one of them thinks that the person coming in is adapting to stress or, or even, even thinking about looking at it. Now, I'm going to bring up this one gal, and she's got some pretty significant structural deviations. But she's literally taking nine different prescriptions daily, and then she has 11 prescriptions to take as needed. Now, she was diagnosed with headaches, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, adrenal fatigue, um, Beckett syndrome, endometriosis, and Hashimoto's. Um, does anybody think that she has all of that, or do you think she's under stress? Now, one of the things that you could tell people, and this is um, 100% of people who have a chronic illness or, or injury um, and, and are taking a shitload of medications for it, ask them, say, hey, look, let's say that you didn't have access to your drugs and you were stuck on a deserted island with, and you only had fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, fresh water, fresh fish to eat, okay, would your health, and no access to pharmaceuticals, would your health improve or decline? I guarantee you 100% of people would say improved, okay? No access to medications because people know, they know by goodness that, that this is um, foolishness to take a medication when you know, uh, what do they say, when diet and exercise doesn't work. Well, I'm telling you right now, diet, exercise, getting your nervous system clear of interference, giving your body sufficient rest, all of these things work 100% of the time. It's, it's amazing. We're going to look at um, a couple of cases. In that. Now this, this is a gal with a chemical sensitivity in a calcified granuloma. Now, this is adaptation. Now, think of this. What are tumors? What are cysts? What are fibroids? When you look at this, that the body literally formed it, not some evil entity outside is forming this cyst, but the body forms those cysts, tumors, and fibroids. This is why when somebody says, oh man, you know, we had a hysterectomy. Okay, well, was it bleeding or fibroids? Bleeding is going to be more um, toxic hormonal influence. Fibroids are going to be more the body walling off long-term toxins. And if the body forms tumors, could it eliminate them as well? Absolutely. This is why we see 50% of everybody over 50 forming um, tumors, 80% of everybody over 80. And these are the body walling off toxins. Now, if the toxins, if that walling off of the toxins becomes so great that the tumors become so huge that they start to affect the organ systems, then you might have to deal with those directly. But, but when you want to correct tumor growth, you want to correct cysts, um, you have to look at the physical, chemical, or emotional stress because that tumor, I'm telling you right now, is an adaptation. Now, I'm going to show you a couple of x-rays on some patients today about reverse discs. One of them is a thing called an anterior listhesis. Litho means stone. Anterior means that suckers move forward. Okay, and every organ that you got is controlled by your nervous system. 
So if you have a compromised nerve to that organ, um, think of like a fruit on a tree. If you tie off a branch with a wire and there's a piece of fruit on the end of it, is that fruit going to get healthy or is that fruit going to lose energy and start to malfunction? Obviously going to start to malfunction. So how many people with difficult menstrual cycles have bunion formation? Honest to goodness, it's linked because bunion formation comes from compromised nerve supply to the feet and those nerves come out of the top of the pelvis. Those nerves in the top of the pelvis supply the pelvic floor. So when you see those idiotic commercials um, where, where you know healthy women in their 50s and 60s and healthy guys are saying, wow, I love these new diapers because now I, I can walk freely without embarrassment. Loss of bowel, bladder control, erectile dysfunction, sexual dysfunction, hysterectomies, all of that stuff, um, bladder leakage, okay, stress leakage, it means that you don't have good control. Does that make sense? Yes or yes? Where do you get that awareness of, or, of that, that physiologic process that's going on in your pelvic area? It's through your nervous system. If you see an unstable pelvis or those nerves are compromised, it's limiting that expression up to the brain. This is that life force, that innate, inborn intelligence. This is the one thing that most professions totally miss, and hell, most chiropractors miss it too, because they're not thinking the body is intelligent. I'm going to bring up another case with two reverse discs, two reverse discs. Now, this is huge. We're talking, imagine this, that you, you have to go um, to the restroom every 10 minutes. You can't stand. You can't sit. I mean, this is the most miserable thing that a human being can go through. I mean, it's torture. And so do you think that the body's responding intelligently based on the stimulus? I do. The body is adapting. But now, what kind of drug can you take? Well, you could take antidepressants. You could take muscle relaxants. You can do injections. You could do everything. Well, who the heck is going to regenerate? They're going to put force in that spine that's going to cause the body to regenerate that damaged disc. And yes, discs are alive. Discs are alive. And I know a lot of orthopedic surgeons listen to this are going, oh, blasphemer, blasphemer. Yeah, if you take a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, an Advil, Motrin, or Aleve, you're going to destroy the building block of cartilage, and you're not going to regenerate that tissue. That's bottom line. This is why a lot of medical doctors don't know that discs can regenerate. This is a whole different world. So look at, look at the body as intelligent. Lupus. I'm going to bring up a case on lupus, and you're going to see one of the worst leaky guts I'm not kidding I've ever seen. And I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands of patients over 25 years. Now, lupus, okay, um, and Lyme disease, okay, Lyme disease they think is from ticks, although now they think it's sexually transmitted as well. Lupus, same thing, the unknown. Let's look at this as intelligent response. Now, um, is the body intelligent? Yes or yes? Absolutely. Now, when that body is having a tissue production problem, 
80% of the immune system is located in the gut. This is where your body breaks down those nutrients, that assimilation of nutrients, one of the, the most vital aspects. And then if you're in a stress state, physical, chemical, or emotional stress, blood supply to the gut shut down, neurotransmitters are produced in the gut. So now you've got altered blood supply, nerve supply to that gut. That means neurotransmitters aren't working right. So anxiety, stress, depression, what does that do? That causes poor sleep patterns, slow gastric motility. You're, you're ending up with, with a leaky gut because you have low stomach acid and the yeast and molds and funguses are taking over. So you have undigested proteins going in the entire system. This means every joint in your body is going to hurt because of the excess histamines. Does anybody think that maybe you'd not taken enough muscle relaxants? You just don't have the right antibiotics. It's just bad luck or bad genes. So I'm going to show this gal, 68 years old from Texas, um, who was diagnosed. And again, remember, I'm talking about delusion of diagnosis. Um, diagnosed with lupus, and then lupus goes away. What did she have? Disc injuries in the low back, loss of curve, degeneration. How did she get better? You restore the curve in the neck. You fix the low back. You get the person out of stress. I'm going to bring up another patient, 80-year-old. Um, 80 years old, I mean, brilliant gal. She was taking two medications, but a ton of supplements. She was taking one for reflux. Now, indigestion, reflux does not come from too much acid, even though they're giving her a drug to lower acid. Now, that drug, Omprazole, you're talking this, this weakens your body's ability to absorb minerals. Without minerals, you can't utilize vitamins. What does it say on the side effect of the drug? Um, well, it's for reflux. We don't know how it works. It's called a proton pump inhibitor, but it can cause cardiac arrhythmias. Why cardiac arrhythmias? Because low stomach acid caused by this pill um, can cause cardiac arrhythmias because you can't utilize vitamins. And I mean, it's insane, circular, stupid. Um, so let's look at this. Your body is always reproducing itself. Now, this gal was 80 years old with very little arthritis. And it's so simple. A job of a chiropractor, the number one job, is not to massage, not to do laser or ultrasound, but it's to restore that communication from the brain to the body, from that brain to the tissue cells, so the body can adapt and thrive on this environment thrive in here and that's what you're designed to do this is why when you go to a real chiropractor now 86 percent of the schools are not teaching traditional chiropractic where if you go into a chiropractor with high blood pressure they may co-manage you okay with with a medical doctor which is mind-blowing because every time you take a drug to lower your blood pressure your arteries and blood vessels constrict and so that increases your risk of stroke. Let's say you have high cholesterol. Bam, you go, you're taking a cholesterol-lowering medication. That statin drug increases heart failure and hardening of the arteries. None of these things are fixing the underlying problem. But when you go to a chiropractor and they're corrective, they're going to assess 
supravertebral subluxations. They're going to do a series of stress or a test, like a nerve scan, the thermography, blood analysis, x-rays, something. They're going to check, have some objective analysis. Then they're going to put you through a series of adjustments and maybe give you supportive exercises, maybe help clean up your diet or heal your, your gut, maybe show you how to reprogram the subconscious, maybe teach you how to sleep. And I've got to tell you, go to the Dr. BVIP site, check out our sleep course, for God's sake. I mean, it's so powerful. That's when you regenerate. So you fix the physical stress. You restore the nerve supply to the organ tissues. You get that person in a more harmonic balance with how they're going to adapt to the environment. It has to heal. Like when, when patients say, oh, gee, doc, you give me hope. I say, look, throw hope in the trash can. This stuff is guaranteed. You get the person out of stress. You deal effectively with their physical, chemical, emotional stress. Don't listen to any other bullshit. Don't, don't you know, stretch this or massage that and, and, you know, grow some ovaries and grow some testicles and talk to people about the medications because in this country, the chiropractor can't get you off of the drugs. But by God, we can sure as hell tell you these are the effects of this drug, and this is how you check your blood pressure, and this is what cholesterol does, and you tell them the actual facts of how their body works, and then they will get talk to the doctor. And I say, look, man, if this guy's not going after the source, and he's giving you a drug, like let's say an antihistamine, the side effect of antihistamine is brain damage, brain fog. Okay, what's the side effect of an Advil, Motrin, or Aleve? Joint destruction and cardio vascular issues. If this guy is passing out poison and not addressing the underlying cause, that poor bastard's got to be fired. And that's what we're going to be doing. You're going to get empowered that your body has an innate inborn intelligence, that your body is designed to thrive on this planet. And you need to find someone that's, that's going to address that, that's going to assess and correct that interruption of that life force that flows from the brain down to the tissue cell. You find somebody like that, by God, consider yourself lucky because they'd be few and far between. So all this is going to be on tonight. This is Dr. John Bergman, your, your health advocate. God bless you, and I love you.